Feliz Navidad. Wesołych uh, Świąt. Hi, um, my name's Thomas. And I'm Gito. And you're listening to I Think Therefore I Google, an amateur philosophy podcast where each episode Gito and I research a topic and uh, have a little discussion on it about uh, philosophy or, or spiritual stuff or, or anything, you know? A little well, chat. A wee back and forth. Little little chums. A little ping pong. What's what's up today, Gito? What, what are we talking about? What's up with that? Today, well, you know, we're heading into the holiday season, Christmas time, and uh, we're looking Monica, at Kwanzaa. all the above. Um, we're looking at tradition. So um, the philosophy of tradition, why we have traditions as cultures, what made us start doing things over and over again, like uh, people who didn't know how to get out of a rut. So that's the focus. Yeah, yeah. I mean, um, I, think I, was, I think it was me first proposal. I just we were trying to think of kind of ideas relating to Christmas, and I think, you know, figure um, probably more so than any time of year. Um, December is probably a time when a lot of people just practice all sorts of traditions, big, small, um, smart, stupid, you know, it's all over the place. <laughs> traditions, rituals, just things, you know, people want to repeat over and over for uh, warm, fuzzy feelings or for, for, for just the sake of doing them. But I guess that's what we wanted to talk about. Why, why do we do them? And where do they come from? Have we always done them? So how do you define tradition, Gito? Uh, I define tradition as fiddler on the roof. Um, <laughs> what? I, I don't know. It was like the first thing that comes to mind. When you were like, let's do traditions, and then I just, you know, start singing. Did you ever watch Fiddler on the Roof? Oh, man. I think, uh, I think for like Mother's Day when, we were, when I was like a kid, we went to see like the musical, but I vaguely... You don't, you don't know anything about I don't, it? I don't, I don't remember anything, to be honest. You don't know, like, Except the Except that song? there's a fiddler on the roof, obviously. <laughs> but, it, like, there's a... The, the most famous song is him being, singing about tradition. Okay. I could sing it. I can't sing it. But Tradition! It's like that, you know? If I were to sing it, but I didn't. Yeah, just, yeah. Delete not that. Crap. <laughs> uh, yeah. So I, I mean, what is tradition? Like, as a definition? Um, passing things down? Uh, something that is sacred and repeated? Um, generation by generation, I think is how, how I'd put it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, um, the word comes from, uh, uh, I mean, it's originally Latin, comes down through French as well for, uh, so tradere, which means to transmit, to hand over, um, to give for safekeeping. And yeah, it's, yeah, it's just the passing down of, of any kind of, um, ideas or customs or beliefs um, from generation to generation. Although I wasn't really thinking about it. you don't really do, do you really need to pass by generation to generation. I guess it's a really loose definition because I feel like I've I was certainly created like silly traditions or 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 things even just in my life and I you know just within my own life in terms of like Christmas or things like that. But I think there would be a number of like. How many times would you have to do this annually for you to consider it a tradition, right? 
because I did I read somewhere that I mean maybe you're right it doesn't have to be generational but I read somewhere at least two transmissions over three generations are required for a practice or belief to be seen as a tradition so someone gave it a number but you're right you've made your own traditions I mean, it's pretty abstract but like I'm not allowed to like I'm not traditions get out of here I don't need to pass it down to my non-existent children right now to, to, to make it a tradition and then they're they're non-existent children all right but, but but you could say that if you did something twice it's not really a tradition but if you're like all right I've done it three times now I'm considering this a tradition. Like, you do it twice, and it's just like a coincidence that you did it twice. I'm saying my number is three. That's three your repetitions. number. That's what I... Is, yeah, the judo tradition scale. Okay. You know, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll like it. Does it have to be through generations, though? Mm, no. Not on <laughs> not on the judo scale. Not on the Cause judo we're, scale. Because we're, like, in a more modern time now. You know, people don't have attention spans. So now, like, anything you do more than three times like that just means you're paying attention more than <laughs> kudos kudos to you for actually sticking with something three times <laughs> with, <laughs> with a modern internet and mainstream media like no one sticks to anything longer than that right <laughs> yeah um i mean it, it does kind of tie into the fact that tr traditions do get it it seems to be something that's becoming less important i don't know maybe that's what the whole fiddler on the roof song was about <laughs> maybe this is just I like mean, this is just what happens all the time people always have these debates because in the fiddler on the roof in the song it's he's singing about how like you know why something's changing and he's like i don't like things changing you know we've always had tradition it's what keeps us gives us our identity it, it tells us who we are and then he's like i don't like that things are changing yeah i mean going into i mean we maybe get into why it might be phasing out a bit more or it's come under fire recently but i think we want to start off by maybe getting into why people do traditions like what what do you think what causes us to you know, what what gravitates people to doing traditional things you think what's what's your see, thoughts on that see i don't i don't think because I'm, I'm i'm a dummy but i, I did read um so i thought you were I, a robot I, i've got yeah so I just say what's input. I, I, I output what is my input. I got a good and a bad sort of reasoning for historical traditions being passed along, or at least in the past, how, how traditions would have started. And, you know, like there's a biological impetus where back in the day traditions would have been just a way for... Um, you know, our ancestors to, to pass along their knowledge, tools to aid, um, making sure that, like transmitting tips and tricks to members of, of society, right? And there was no way to do this before spoken language. Maybe it was just song. Maybe it was like dances, things like that. Or or, or, or passing down life hacks is, is how I read, you know, back in the day. That's how traditions could have started. Yeah. A way for, for our ancestors to improvise um, solutions to uncertainty in the future. Okay, okay. So that's one. You said you had two. I, I said that was like the positive one. Okay. Because I, I mean, we, I don't know if we can go down that path. Or I, I also read how they've done tests on people where 
there's almost like oh my god my stomach's rumbling sorry i hope it's not recorded <laughs> i think I, I think i heard that one <laughs> what are you hungry or i am I, I, it's dinner time um okay. but the other one I, I read there's some studies about how how much of tradition is based biologically on the threat of punishment where like traditions tend to be more sticky if we're like afraid to not copy other people so like maybe we were just genetically predisposed to to follow what other people do because we're afraid that we'll be in the out group if we don't do it so that's how, how traditions happen that's more of like a negative way of thinking about traditions i mean yeah when i was kind of reading a bit and and trying to think about what i think it you know at least it means to me is is i do feel like it helps incorporate like a sense of belonging um to people you know um you know if if, if we've all got this pattern of of, of action or or way we act at a certain time or, or place you know um and we all do it together then you know it, it brings people together i think um but you're right that maybe sometimes it is just more people are um worried that they wouldn't fit in if they don't do it you know it's like it's like the christmas grinch who's not you know who feels like a castaway just because he's like i don't, I don't really care about christmas but then like everyone's like ew of person are you yeah and then they kick you out of the group and they're like go live by yourself if you don't like christmas so then then you're like okay i'll just i'll go along with it and then I'll his heart out. grew two times too small mm. or is it three times too small whatever i don't, I don't know I, I, I you know the grinch like i know the fiddler <laughs> <laughs> I, i'm pretty sure his heart was two three times too small but then afterwards it's grew two times too big which, as a doctor, I'd probably be referring him to a cardiologist. Myocarditis. <laughs> hypertrophic, hypertrophic cardiomyopathy. Diagnosis <laughs> set. Done. Too much love. Fair. But anyways, yeah, uh, I mean, I, I think that at the end of the day, that's, that's kind of that's like my personal feelings about it, I guess. Um, you know, it, it, does, it does just add, like, some... I, I still feel... Like, there is a positive side to it that does give a good level of, like, belonging to people. There's, there's, there's a good sense of, of welcoming that you get when everyone's kind of on the same page, you know? But it's my weird thoughts. Well, not weird thoughts, huh? No, I think yours are much more, you know, lovey-dovey and mine are robotic. So it kind of lines up, I think. Hippie versus the robot. All right. I thought I was a hippie. Yeah, but you're like a robot <laughs> hippie. I'm like a... I don't know. Doctor hippie. But yeah, like, I mean, go through the kind of examples of tradition. You could have, like... I mean, they could be anything from, like, big, big to small things. I mean, technically, you know, even just basic social interaction, you know, that, that, that was kind of based in tradition, you know, saying things like thank you or... or, 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 or greeting people. That's... You know, at a certain point, that was kind of passed down between humans as like you know a positive thing as as a way that you tradition to wave to someone for hello, you know, or, or shake their hand in a way you could argue. Um, and I think those are kind of examples of things that just you know those are good, right? Am I crazy? No, you're not. 
because again, so, I, feel, I feel like they those those ones also lean lean on lean towards the idea that you know they kind of help you recognize your in group. They show similarity uh, with the people around you, and then they just become habit. True. Yeah, and then you get kind of larger concepts um, such as you know practiced by groups, so like family traditions like Christmas or. Or within organizations like company picnics, and then you know you could also say things like um, holidays and and uh, or, or things like that would would also count. Did you read at all about <clears throat> specifically about holidays and 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 traditions like uh, the growth of traditions that maybe aren't historically based or or just come about randomly, but then become like long-running traditions uh like what do you mean like i read about the this term the invention of tradition i saw that <laughs> didn't get super in it explain uh ej hobsbawm and uh, talking about situations where something can be introduced that can imply a connection with the past but it, it's not necessarily historically accurate but it just becomes tradition um like it, it could just be created F for example he brought up one example where i didn't know this but apparently we wear white at our uh, on wedding days or i don't <laughs> my wife did um for <laughs> like a white gown yeah. it became popular it's stunning in your wedding dress by the way thank you um it became popular because of Queen Victoria, it was just a very popularized event when she wore it, and it sort of spread organically throughout the population. But if we thought about it now, I would just be like, "Oh, it's just, just the way it's always been." But it's it's a lot more recent, and I guess a lot less sort of tied to the past than I expected. It was just something popular that happened. But now in my head, it's like it's just the way it's always been. So he he just has these sort of list of traditions that have come about that have, have been more so invented than something that's like been been driven down from the past fair fair I, I i can see what you mean i think especially with the way that um you know the way that things have i guess like technology and and just uh you know humans have accelerated over the past like 100 or 200 years you know anything that's like 100 years plus old just feels like classic you know what i mean like like even if it hasn't been around for like longer than that then you know it, it's just like that just that on its own makes it feel like it's old school even though in the grand scheme of things it, it's relatively new if you look at you know the timeline of of humans yeah and then as you get older too you realize because even like a hundred years from now hundred years ago it's not that long ago but i'm sure there's traditions that are way younger than that that we still celebrate now but they're like 50 years old or 40 years old true true speaking of old traditions uh just a little well fun fact some of the oldest human traditions would include um you know uh, a sense of monotheism so just believing in one god that you know a large proportion of uh people uh, believe that way so that's like three millennia old and the uh, concept of citizenship is two millennia year 
well, two millennia old. Did I say millennia year? You know what I mean. Two millennia year old. 2002 years old. I don't have any older ones than that, but I do have um, something that I read about in Japan that I like that they do, where the, the government in Japan sometimes lists people skilled in certain traditional arts as national living treasures. So almost like national traditions, like people are traditions. We're like, we're going to keep you because of how much you are needed for our traditions to survive. What? So I just like the idea of being identified as a national living treasure in order to keep a tradition alive. Because there's like UNESCO heritage sites, which are for places, areas. But I guess this was a way to make protected traditions based on, on actual people. So what, just a walking UNESCO heritage site? Like, yeah, just protected. Like, so if like war breaks out, would you just be like, whoa, 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 whoa. UNESCO's like got me covered. Yeah, protect the guy who does the origami. Origami is pretty dope, though. I don't think I've ever managed to make, like, paper crane or even, like, a little man or something. I don't know. Well, that's why you're not protected. Ouch. <laughs> so that's why you'd be the first to go. Fair? Fair. Fair. Fine. Another one I kind of found interesting was just uh, some people were arguing how with, uh, you know, science is kind of, it's, it's like building upon tradition after tradition of just like research if you will you know it's a passing down of knowledge and um and and works and and people just keep building on it which which i just found kind of interesting as, as a thought that you know i mean at the end of the day like even working in like a science field right now like what do i know except for what people before me have found out you know what i mean <laughs> Yeah, like building, building up, building on the shoulders of giants. Even if the, if you're kind of building on things that are incorrect, and then just making them better and better over time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like like things like uh, I think a, a really good example of that where you're saying that you know building on things that are incorrect. It's kind of like how the uh, you know the the theory of the atom and its and its structure has you know developed over the centuries. You know. Um, uh, I'll always remember freaking chemistry class where we, we learned about the uh, you know Dalton models versus plum pudding, and then the old classic Bohr Rutherford. Is this ringing any bells? No, am I the nerd now? Yeah, 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 you nerd. And then quantum theory. Quantum clouds, bro. <laughs> yeah. Now I would be impressed if you could now take your your thoughts on atoms and quantum theory and somehow tie, tie it into tie it into christmas just <laughs> wrap it up in a little bow for us um well you know christmas if you observe it it's it's never it's never the same every every year it's it's different every year isn't it no not really we've all got our traditions damn it okay that doesn't work <laughs> i've got i've got two two small things i just found still um, one was, uh, did you read about the pizza effect? 
Uh, no, but it's not helping my rumbling stomach. True, true. Is, is the, you're like, is the pizza effect the effect that makes me hungry when I think about pizza right now? It's, the pizza? Go, go ahead. I have no idea what it is. It's the uh, it's the theory. It's it's the effect where one country's or one culture's um, you know an aspect of, of of a culture is transformed or more fully embraced elsewhere when it's exported, and then and then import re-imported back to their culture of origin, um, and just you know it, it's it's just an interesting thing where something changes abroad before being re-imported so so the reason it's called the pizza effect is because uh in actuality the original pizza was a very simple hot baked bread without any trimmings um and you know the staple of just southern italian cuisine um but then it was after world war one where uh it was kind of imported to america and leave it to the Americans to slather on a whole bunch of cheese and sauce and meat onto it, and it made its way back to to Italy. And you know now, you know the pizza of today is is kind of more of a, a marriage of Italian and American culture more so than straight up Italian, which I think a lot of people still associate as as you know. So I guess you get a lot of mixing and matching. I just didn't know it was that much of a of a, of a difference. It was just like hot bread back in the day. Yeah, apparently. Hmm. I still probably eat it. it. Sounds sounds tasty, especially with your pizza effect. Yeah. Nice, nice. Um, I had a random one because I was looking up weird traditions. Yeah. And uh, have you ever heard of? This Welsh tradition called Mary Lloyd. M Mary Lloyd? It's spelled M-A-R-I space L-W-Y-D. I looked up the pronunciation. Um, you should Google it. It's uh, it's just the weirdest. Like, <laughs> and, and the thing is, they, they're not really sure about the origins. They're like, it goes back really far. Maybe like, e even like pre-Christian time. But it, it's just um, this tradition of using the skull of a horse mounted on a pole with like some kind of white skirt on it and parading it around <laughs> around town uh during the mary lloyd celebration and it just looks so like creepy and weird but it's something that happens every year <clears throat> and then when people try to figure out what it was back in the day they're like we don't know maybe it was tied to you know the flight of mary and joseph out of Egypt, um, or, or maybe it was something to do with the Virgin Mary. Um, but I just loved it because I looked it up and it was just the weirdest looking thing. And people are like, we'll still do it. Why not? We've been doing it forever. It's, it's what my it's what my father did. It's what my father's fathers did. You know, that's that's why. Why not? Why not? Why not stick a stick a horse skull on a stick with a dress and parade it around? You know? Yeah, man. Carry it around town, knock on doors, show it to people, and then hang out and have some drinks. Fair. Um, yeah. So speaking about how uh, how tradition kind of feels like it's dying out, or at least it's it's supposed to, um, it's supposed to 
modernity, if you will, you know, um, just moving forward. You know, I'll, I'd say it's kind of it's kind of weird because I feel like a lot of traditional beliefs are rooted in kind of more conservative um, views. So I feel like it's it's weirdly become kind of like a, a political thing where a lot of uh, you know a, a, a lot of um, left leaning people think traditions are more stupid or, or dumb as a result or I don't know. I, I think that's par probably part of the reason why traditions kind of coming out, you know, with globalization and industrialization and things like that. But I found the weirdest, like, just like such a peculiar video to watch on YouTube. Um, did you ever hear of the trad wife movement? Um, is it about having a traditional wife? Yes. Yes. Well, it's, I, I just really like this quote. I mean, so basically I found this like BBC um, little, I mean, I guess like piece they did, like it was, it was like 10 minutes or something where they interview this woman who's um, just very, very happy and very keen to be a traditional housewife um, to the point where, you know, she's writing books on it. She's got like some Twitter hashtag trad wife. Um, and it's like her choice to be fair, you know, um, I know maybe some people would opposed to it i guess i, I don't know um but she's really peculiar and the one quote that just like got me was like you know you've heard of like partying like it's 1969 or whatever but then like the quote in it is that like oh i just like submitting to my husband like it's 1959 I'm just, <laughs> it just got a little chuckle out of me i'm just very peculiar a little chuckle but fine um yeah i mean i guess with tradition there's not not much surely to say from a philosophical standpoint but i think you know this has been maybe more of a uh more of a christmas stocking stuffer than a full-blown present you know what i mean <laughs> but i've been I feel like uh you know it's a good little chat on things that's all i got a nice a nice way to 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 come into the uh the christmas season Bring in some Christmas cheer and yeah. Maybe walk around town ago. walk around town with your dead horse head paraded around, kiss your trad wife on the cheek <laughs> and say keep those traditions alive. Merry Christmas. Or happy holidays. Happy Kwanzaa.